All right, everybody, shalom and welcome to the Ishai Fleischer Show, broadcasting live from Judea to the world. You're a part of it wherever you are. The reason I got so excited about saying from Judea is because I just landed a few hours ago. I had some serious lag, and I crashed in bed, brought all the stuff in, did all the stuff. I did that that part of the trip, which is I look forward to it, which is I got out of the airport, said hi to some people, I don't know, and then finally got to my car. I like to park at the airport. And I made it home, and when I talk about home, it's my house here in beautiful Judea, and also my beloved wife, Maka. Shalom. Hello, welcome back. Thank you very much. How was your trip? It was a great trip. It was a great trip. It's my second trip to Florida in just a few months. Um, Florida is now kind of the a hub of the American diaspora. What? What yeah. about New York? Uh, it feels less hubby to me. Uh, it feels like the hub has moved. You feel like a hubby to me. Yeah. I'm your hubby, but but you know um, the diaspora. It, one of its characteristic traits is that it's not anchored, and things move. Mm. Things move more, I, I think. And um, right now, the Shechina, shall we say, the 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 center of energy of the diaspora, I think, has moved to Miami. Uh, of course, when we when the center of energy, there's many ways to to think about it in terms of money, in terms of politics, in terms of power. Another one is Torah, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of good Torah in Miami, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not like it's, it's not going down like it is in Brooklyn. No, no, no. That's not what I meant to say at all. I meant to say it's not the center of Torah that is Israel. Like, no, you can't compare that anymore. And to, and well, who's comparing Miami to Israel? Well, I thought if, you were comparing New York to Miami. You were comparing New York to Miami. Yes. I'm saying to you that. There's a shift away from New York for various reasons. COVID was a big part of it. The politics are a big part of it. There's a few reasons why uh, New York is kind of less strong right now uh, than than uh, than it's moving kind of towards Miami. A lot of people moving there. Weather, just more of a like a hub. It's great to be able to fly in there because because El Al flies direct. In any case, I, I had a fine time. Really, a lot of good people and. And I learned a lot of things. I was at a very fancy wedding. I was wearing a, a bow tie and a, bow tie. Yeah, I was wearing a bow tie. You look good. You put that up on social media, right? Yeah, I put that up. And and I must say that my my buddy Alex came up with a line that I'm going to keep with me for the rest of my life. He said, "You look like 007 meets 770." Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was one of the best lines ever. I'm like, if I want to be anything in this world, it's 007 meets 770. You know, that's that's just right. That's that's like put me right there. Uh, and uh, I got a, I got a tux and the whole thing and it was it was really fun it was really fun I went to actually three parties I was at a wedding uh, for the I, wedding by the way somebody you put that picture up on Twitter and one of our friends on Twitter was like that's one heck of a Malava Malka you went to that's right that's right it was quite, that was really quite the Malava Malka and I went to a fancy wedding and then I went and it was really fun I went also to a cowboy party which was done by a friend of mine to honor all the first responders. Uh, in South Florida, and That's so nice. it was like a cowboy party with the craziest fireworks you ever seen. What you never seen what such do you mean? fireworks? Really? Because I've been to Epcot. This was this was Epcotic. Wow. Yeah, this was the this was yeah epic Epcotic. That's, That's what cool. It was like. And it was just, but it was like closer to you. It wasn't on some island. It was like right there, like sha 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 sha. I was Whoa. shooting. Up. And then I went to a 
a party that combined three aspects, which was a birthday party. A friend of mine became um, a commissioner in uh, Aventura. Uh-huh. And also a midterms party. It was it was a combined party wow. for three things. It was very nice. It was a great party. I met all kinds of really nice people. Everybody's asking me about Israel. Uh, what is the politics of Israel? Yeah. How can I get my kid to Israel? Right. What can I get a job for my kid in Israel? Where can I buy in Israel? Everybody that's wants nice. to know. And it's like it's like when you come out there, you become like an agent agent that's, of Israel. That's what you're doing, no? Exactly. Um, then there was the uh, midterms themselves. Uh, my my comment on the midterms is uh, is thus. Um, I don't really, I personally don't care if people are Republican or Democrat ostensibly, except that today the Democratic Party is much more anti-Israel, while the Republican Party is generally, not totally, more Israel, mm-hmm. pro-Israel. Um, and I myself, if if I would, and my my friend Rabbi Yehuda Cohen is always talking about how you cannot compare. Western categories to Israel categories, then I kind of agree with him, but also kind of disagree because I think there are certain themes that that we, you know, there are right. certain overlaps. But in any case, one thing is for sure. The most important thing that I saw, and I don't have the exact figures anymore, but there was a tweet and I retweeted it, which is that the young people, ha- had it not been for young people, it would have been a red wave. Right. But it's the young people that voted Democrat. Now, that is not good news. Well, let, let me analyze it uh, b- before we get to the category of good and bad, because I don't like to opine about other people's politics so much, just like I don't like it so much they opine about my stuff. But I would say I would say that I learned a lesson, which is the universities, the social media, they've got the young people. And therefore, they're teaching the young people don't have experience in money, and therefore, they're not sure that the economy's worse now. They They... They have never faced the bad guys. They don't understand what they are. And the professors and the media and the social media have got them squarely under their wing and are teaching them their stuff. But doesn't it, isn't there like an old saying, like way before wokeism, isn't there like an old saying that goes something like, if you aren't a liberal or a Democrat in your youth, then you have no, no heart. heart. And if you're not a Republican in your older age, you have no brain? Yeah. Yeah, there is. So, isn't there something kind of natural about that? Yeah, there is. There is, or and not not natural, maybe just like predictable about that. I think so. I think you're right. But on the other hand, remember that. And for me, for me, here's my takeaway lesson. My personal takeaway lesson. My personal takeaway lesson is work with the youth. Right. And I told Yocheved, who is you know partially schedules my trips. Mm-hmm. Outside the land of Israel, I told her that while I'm whatever trip I take to America, I want to do an event for young people. I like that idea so much. And so I spoke with ZOA. They're like, "Yes, anytime you're anywhere here, just tell us. We'll set up an event." They have and kids. Yes, ZOA has got campus. Yes, yes, my friend Sharon is uh, in charge of that. Yeah, awesome. And then two is um, uh, Club Z. Club Z is very cool. Very cool. And we three, still have one of their beach towels. And there's and there's Chabad youth also. There's a Chabad youth movement. So I'm like, one of those movements should set up an, an event for me on campus. And when you're in, when you're in my space, like these days, because I'm also dealing with fundraising and that kind of stuff, then I'm trending up, like older. I'm dealing with older people. But I got to remember, right. 
That was my takeaway, which is uh, remember yeah, yeah. to and, deal yeah, and with, with donors, the you're always like, you know, with fundraising, you're always trying to look for people who can help with funding. And it's typically not the young people. But you really have to remember, of course, that the... Uh, that the mission is with the, the young the mission, people. Yeah, right. the mission. And you can't leave you can't leave them behind. You can't leave these kids behind. Um, Certainly not, because, because then you're going to lose them. Right, you're going to lose you're them. Lose and them. That, that's horrible. Especially with the aggressive nature of, um, uh, of efforts to besmirch our beloved Jewish state. Right. Um, but anyway, Miami was great. There's great kosher food there, great people there. And how should I say? I want to say, first thing, it's got two things. It's an interesting hub because it's also, as my mom told me a long time ago, it's the capital of South America. <laughs> and there's just a lot of Spanish everywhere, including Spanish-speaking Jews, Cuban Jews. That's awesome. And, and uh, you know, and Brazilian Jews. And, and uh, I think Brazilian speaks, uh, speaks Portuguese, though. But yes. uh, whatever. The South America doesn't matter. South America. There's like, a, there's, like, there's like a feeling there of South America. And uh, and Central America and all that stuff, but it's, it's there. So that's one. But the other thing is, it is close to Israel. What does that mean? Because it's like has a Spanish feel to it, like like a like a. Therefore, it's culturally. Oh, you think it has like Mediterranean vibes? Yeah, it's got it's it's like it's like culturally close to Israel. There's a lot of Israelis. And also, I really like. Can I tell you? There are I, a lot of Israelis. I want to salute. I want to salute El Al, and in general aviation. I want to salute <laughs> it because it's just like we salute you, aviation. I, I do, you know, and uh, and I just think, I, I think, I think I one time calculated that uh, that calculated that uh, that there's like ten flights out of New York area to Israel a day. Wow. And there's uh, at least I think two a day towards my to, from Miami and I'm just saying just get on that plane get on that plane and that, that's what I'm preaching out there get on that plane buy that Israeli wine they have every Israeli wine possible including Chevron wine wow it's Sarah's tent at Aventura ah, yeah that's great, yeah, great what place. a great name you know and and it's just like get that wine get on that plane buy that apartment uh you know be, be part of it if I had a wine store in America I think I'd call it Kiddush. Ooh. Do you like that? Pretty good. Kiddush. Yeah, Kiddush. Like Skadoosh. Yeah. Like, what did they say in that movie? Yeah, you said it. Skadoosh? Yeah, yeah, you got it. Kiddush. That's the Jewish little, way to do it. What can I tell you, Malka? You know, and, and, and I, you know, uh, I have a, my, my good friend Josh Wander is out there right now doing what he calls end of the the uh, end of the exile tour he's doing a speaking tour and he's like and he's really you know he's really telling people about coming home to the land of israel and he also has a message that there's danger out there right and yes jews are back to ghetto are they we what does that mean what does that look like what it mean what it looks like is go to the places that are safe and hang out there what do you mean in in florida was like that I just see that Jews are congregating around themselves and are basically like, okay. Do you um, think that's new? Don't Jews it's, always it's congregate not new. around no, themselves? No, it's not new, but it's pronounced. Uh-huh. When anti-Semitism rears its head. Mm-hmm. Is there anti-Semitism going on in Florida? Or maybe they're just there, feeling what the vibe there of is the a vibe. United States. There is a vibe. And definitely the black community thing with this whole... Uh, Kanye West and uh, Candace Owens. Kyrie or Kiri. Yeah, and all the stuff. Like, guy. people are like, wait a minute. Now, first uh, thing I want to say that, that 
there's a there's an you, you know this anti-Semitism that's underneath it. It's it really comes from from first thing uh, a, a huge heaping spoonful of ingratitude towards the Jewish people who basically created like the what's the idea? Oh, you're keeping us down. You're the, you're like a slave owner. You're like you know you control everything and you you know you take a cut out of our success. No, bro, it's exactly the opposite. It's not that the Jews are taking a cut out of your right, they success. They give you a platform for success. Right. They they created that platform for your success. You would be not doing as well as you'd be doing, not even close, if it wasn't for the creation of these platforms, like you said. Now, now I don't like sports, professional sports. I, I don't believe in it. Right. I don't like I'm it. sure there are there are snaky people. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure there are snaky people, people, and I'm sure that the blessing of the Jewish people. Now, we learned this in last week's Parsha. Those who bless you will be blessed. And, and when America starts to create the common culture of unblessing the Jews, but cursing the Jews for bringing the blessing, it's going to start to reverse. So what the Jews do is that the Jews like ghettoize themselves. The word ghetto is not such a bad word. It just means a protectorate. You know what I mean? It means, it means, you know, it means a reservation of sorts. Uh, but definitely there is... There's less less sense of a total like you, you you're like what's that show called uh, the the ground is lava what's it called the floor, the floor is, is lava, lava. that's, that's what it's show. like it's like the floor is lava a little bit and you gotta find the island that you jump on ah, and you like like the floor is lava in America right now and there's mm. and there's it's so funny because whenever I go to America and I go like I don't go underground I don't even know how to go underground anymore I go with like a giant headscarf. It's 98 degrees outside and I'm wearing long sleeves and a long skirt. Like you could see me coming a mile away. And I have to say that while in my childhood growing up, I did encounter some, I would say, minor league anti-Semitism here and there, really just here and there sporadically. Right. Um, I do not encounter anti-Semitism, at least in the places that I go. I don't really feel it. Right. Um, so uh, there's like a, such a beautiful America, like a curious America. Wonderful. Who's like interested in um, in other cultures, other peoples, and is respectful. And is, I mean, I don't know what they say about you on their couch in their in their living room. Well, remember a few but weeks in the, ago, yeah, out in the stores and you, in the streets. It's but fine. that that like that like that that uh, MAGA group. Remember, they went anti-Israel. Remember that in your in your. Um, Ah, uh, yes, the, the JNS poll in which I right. polled people about Kanye West's uh, anti-Semitic remarks, and then it got put up on 4chan, which is like a dark web underground, um, you know, place for gross people, and it like, but it for, exploded, for, but, and then it, and then people came back onto Twitter to answer the poll that the, uh, like, against us. And put up saying, all saying that Kanye West was right. Kinds like, like Kanye West and his anti-Semitic remarks were right, and so they uh, they put up all kinds of like pictures of Hitler and like pictures of like hook-nosed Jews and all these like super old-school anti-Semitic um, images. And then I started to report them on Twitter. And then before I would do that, I would look into their accounts, and I saw that a lot of these people were like MAGA people, right. I went to a I went to a and MAGA this wedding. Is, this is like, and I like MAGA people. Right. All my experiences with MAGA people have been positive. Right on on the on the personal level. Right. I went to, um, I went there to a MAGA wedding. Just now. There are not feel that way. I went to a MAGA wedding. And yeah, you took a picture of a MAGA purse. <laughs> yeah, I didn't that put was that one cool. up. Yeah, I didn't put that one up. But uh, people were like so nice to me. People were so nice to me. People were exactly as you say, curious and interested. But at the end, though, when they ask me about 
I have to. I'm gonna be honest here. I, like I'm gonna be like. Yeah. I'm gonna open up. When 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 Magatai folks ask me, they're like, "What is with the Jews? Why are they voting Democrat?" Yeah. I just tell them the truth. Yeah. I'm like, first thing is, my brothers and sisters are voting with my enemies. They are lined up with my enemies today. Mm-hmm. They're lined up with anti-Israel folks. That's number one. And number two is, this is where it comes from. And I give them the whole psychology of, of trying to be. Um, um, trying to assimilate into into a host body and and mm-hmm. being afraid that it's too nationalist, um, I give him I give him a whole explanation about Jewish psychology and their fear of nationalism and all that kind of stuff. And I tell them the big difference between us Israelis who are sovereigns, as opposed to they who are the, uh, I and I mean this not negatively. I mean this literally. The court Jew. I don't mean court Jew like in a negative slur. I mean to say... They are like... They are being hosted. They, it is their country, but in a sense, it's not their country. Right. It's, in, in literature, in biblical literature, it's called Jew in the foreign court, just like Joseph. Right, but just that like has Mordechai. a very negative connotation today, this I, I, idea of court Jew. Yeah, I don't mean that in any negative way. I just mean to say they are doing a different process of survival. Their process of survival, it's like a... It's like a, it's like a it's like different animals that have uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, learned, camouflage. No, learned the, what's it called? Evolved into uh. into a different defensive strategy. You know, right? So theirs is to work within that system. So they want to keep the nationalistic fervor down because that because they think that if there's a foreign uh, that nationalism host, has been bad for them. Right? They think nationalism so. is Germany. Right? Except except I I I so reject that because German. Nationalism was not nationalism. It was supremacism slash colonialism and imperialism. It was not nationalism. Nationalism is when you're proud of your tribe and your peoplehood and you want to stay in, you know, in its land. And generally speaking, nationalists can deal with other peoples who are loyal to their nation. Okay? The Germans, they weren't nationalists. There was an imperialist idea to grab land that other people... that. They weren't nationalists in the sense that they knew that this is their nation and this is their land. They're imperialists in the sense that they're like, we're the right nation. And the proof, the proof is the murders. Meaning right. to say, like, you could have even, you could have even imagined a scenario in which they had been like, okay, the Jews have to leave. This is now a German country and all the Jews have to get out. But they didn't do that. They, at first they, they did. They, yeah, at first for, they did. for a minute. Yeah. And then the, the Jews who didn't leave there were, right. were stuck there and, right. and systematically hunted down. Okay, let's pray for the future. Again, my takeaway is mm-hmm. work with the young people. Talk well, with the young people. Well, here in Israel, Yishai, the young people are on a very different page, it seems. 100%. 100%. It's, it, I think it's partially... I can Because explain the young it. people here... Are trending right. Th- there were plenty of people who voted Yeshatid, and there were plenty of people who voted Meretz, and there were people who voted for Avigdor Lieberman in the army. He got an extra couple of seats from the soldiers. One or two seats. One, one. One. Okay, yeah. one more seat. He got. Well, you know, as things are shifting. So he got another seat from the soldiers, which right. means people that he's like an anti-religious party, but he's a right winger. Right. Or kind of a right winger. Anyway, the but the right, the the kids here in Israel, they had no problem voting for parties that in america would be perceived as conservative parties right no no there's no question that the the young people in israel are trending nationalist trending right right no question about it no question about and it. and that's that's exciting it is exciting but i would like us to have other people around the world that we have to 
share those feelings with. Well, that was the hope in this last That's midterm what I'm election. That's what I'm saying. That, but I mean, it's not like a red wave, quote unquote. But that doesn't mean I don't know what what it will be by the time this show is being broadcast. But it doesn't mean that the that the Republicans and the right wing are not going to be in control of government. It just means they won't be in like huge control. But it, it could be that that we will be sharing in that. And then you have in another two years, you have elections coming for the president of the United States. And hopefully this government now will be stable, which means we won't have uh, elections for four more years, which means we could have two years of real awesome uh, productivity. I just wish that our young people had other young people around the world to feel that they're like looking in the same direction mm. with. Them. That's all I'm saying. They got the Hungarians. Yeah, the Swedes, the Swedes and and the Italians. And almost the French by the way. Almost. It almost happened. Because there's a special French system. That's why Anyway, the point is there was a, there's a lot of French folks on the so-called nationalistic right. Okay, we'll discuss more about that. I guess that. this will be it's interesting that you mention it and maybe it should be a goal of people who think about these issues. To try and create more of an international community of yeah, young people. I believe that. I be- That's the kind of globalism, not like globalism, but global thinking that, that, you know, they're trying to force, impose globalism on us. Right. So maybe we could use at least that global movement, momentum for our benefit a little bit, for uh, our ideas. There's globalists, there's globalism and there was, there was like two ways of saying it. There's globalism and anyway, the one is that the world is now connected and one is the globalist leftist like conquest idea of like a one, one world government. government. So those are two different things. They're, they should not be uh, 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 understood together. I personally, I not, not everybody thinks like this, but I and, I, and I, I, I know that some people disagree with me, but I actually think that nationalist movements have the following basics, a love of family and a love of nation, a love of God and Bible in an anti-jihad impulse and those things i do think are cross or can be shared across nations and i think that we have we do have a, a, a natural kinship with people on the nationalistic right in other countries um i think we could have a, a that's relationship. overall of course overall there are some people who in the nationalist camp throughout the world who are not the kind of people we want to associate be- with because there's anti-semitism sometimes tied into right. that 100 percent, 100 percent. i don't even like the word right or na- like I-, I like the idea the word nationalist is not even a good word in america but i think it's a good word i think it should come back to be a good word the bottom line is people who respect their tribal lands oh another thing happened i went to a store i had to get the tux i went to a store this lady was helping me out and her name was i will not forget ashrat Ashrat? Ashrat. What kind of name is it? Egyptian? Persian. Oh. She was an older Persian lady, and we hit it off immediately. That's cool. We hit it off immediately. Jewish or not Jewish? Not Jewish. Okay. Iranian. She was a, a Persian, and we were we were just That's two so peas fun. in a pod. We were That's just so two cute. peas in a pod. She was so helpful to me, and I said, to her, I almost started crying. I almost started Why? When she was t- when she was telling me what's going on over there oh. and the young people that are how they're being attacked they're in the streets so over there, and I'm just like, Ugh. yeah. And if Israel only had like half a gut, if Israel only had half a gut, we go. I mean, I'm sure we are in that, the underground. That's not what way. made me angry. My made yeah. me angry is this world, this world that 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 allows these people that are out there in the streets fighting this evil regime for freedom of an ancient peoples, and here's the world. Telling us that we don't do this, don't build a, a a balcony, okay? And we don't want you to annex. Shut up. 
Go help the people who des desperately need your assistance, global world. Where are you? Yeah. People are being crushed in the streets. And she showed me that there's an Iranian movement in Florida and other places to protest what's going on. Nobody wow, gives a we damn. Should, we should really That's what I said learn to. more about that. That's right. You know what? And I was like, I was like, I was like. Did you get her phone number? Uh, Do you remember the store she met her in? Yes. So call the store. We yes, can get I will. it on Google. Yes, I will. Ask for her. Yes, I shall. Yes, I shall do that because she was really cool. Do you think she could talk on the radio? Yeah, she's that she's a, she's a great talker. She's a talker, talker, talker. <laughs> and and she showed me the Instagram. Instagram is big there, and she showed me these protests, and I was just like, I don't know. My my whole heart felt right. I had that Jewish civil rights feeling. Right. You know what I mean? I had that. I was just like <laughs> the the, oh. the yearning for justice. I was like I was like I was so angry about it. I'm so angry inside about it. Uh, really, you know. And I met another cool person. I met this guy, and there's a picture of me and him. This guy named Joe, with a within a last name that I don't remember right now. Or it's it's on my it's on my uh, uh, Facebook. This this Indian dude who was an American special for American Indian. Oh yeah, uh, Native American. Native American. By the way, I am allowed to say American Indian because that's what they say. They call okay, they call American themselves, Indian. and you're allowed to use that term as well. They they're they're fine American with that term. They, right. they they have no problem with that term. Anyway. He's got a tattoo of his great grandfather sitting bull so cool. from the Sioux. I think so. I don't want to make mistakes in this business, but uh, anyway, whatever. You're he not can, a big expert on I'm, Native I'm not American an, history. I'm not, but we. But you also grew up in the Northeast, which means you probably didn't learn a lot about Native American. No, culture. in the Northeast, we just have because I grew up names. in North Texas, which means that we learned quite a bit about uh, Native Americans because we because we were right by Oklahoma. That's huge. Native American territory, right. and we talked many times on this show about when we, dro we drove up to Chickasaw. Yeah, Chickasaw. We met the Chickasaw. That was so cool. I'll never forget that. And I talked to him about that. But anyway, he told me, why am I telling you this? Because yeah. he told me about a hashtag. I started telling him, I'm like, we're also Native peoples yearning to get our land back. He's like, you are. <laughs> and he's like, he showed me a hashtag called land back. Ooh. Hashtag using it i'm already using it i'm already using it hashtag land, land back. back and that's the um, the, um, the 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 native american like. fight for their land so i'm like using that he's like i'm like can i is it okay if i use that i want to can so i got official I uh, huskama that? yeah you know what i mean i'm also native people yeah yeah i also have rain songs don't make me sing it now go ahead <laughs> We don't have feathers, but we have palm fronds. I remember when we were with the Indi American Indians, and I took out—they have these things on their belts. They have these like hanging things. I took out my tzitzit. I'm like, I got, I got native garb on me too. They're like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I met all kinds of fun people out there, Maka. Uh, Maka, uh, let's shift gears for a few minutes, uh, if you allow me. I'll, I need you to partner with me. For a little Torah talk, a little Let's table talk. Uh, it's a good Parsha this week. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is Parsha Vayera, book of, book of Genesis. These are the stories. This is the fun stuff, by the way. I know that Ishai likes to convince everybody that, like, all the stuff about the Mishkan and all that, that's, like, the really juicy part of the Torah. But I just want to say... I never do that. What are you talking about? No, you know, I just, you... I say that the book of Bamidbar... The politics of Bamidbar, yeah. of, of the book of Numbers, is also I awesome I just want to say... You know how everyone likes to find the like super unusual thing to like? I like the book of Genesis, okay? Yeah. I like Bereshit. I like these stories. This is the juicy part. This is the part that like sit down with it, savor it. You know, this is like, this is the good stories. Yeah. No, it's it's So, so make sure you give yourself a, a few extra minutes, you know, to just enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I can feel it coming. 
this Genesis, uh, this 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 story. Yeah. Um. So we got, we got chapter chapter eighteen, book of Genesis, and Malka. We start, of course, with the um, the angels coming to visit Avram Avinu in Hebron, and telling him that he's going to have a son. Uh, and this is this is a very visual thing. It's like these like three angels come to him, and 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 they are. They're telling them that they're going to have this child. Like, there's going to be this thing. Yes, there's this other child called Ishmael, but like, no, it's going to be through Isaac that you're going to continue the seed and I, through Sarah. I just want to say I find it very moving and interesting and and curious yeah. that Abraham asks, oh, that Ishmael should live before you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This might be the only time, it's the only time that I can remember that you see a father praying for his child in the whole Torah. Like actually talking to God and being like, please let it be good for them, for my child. I can't remember if there's another one. There might be, but okay. And Let's, I wonder um, about that. Well, God says to him, and I heard you about Ishmael. I hear your prayer and he will be blessed uh, with 12 princesses that will come from him and he'll be an important nation. But, Someone pointed out to me, by the way, that we have 12 tribes. Yes. And Ishmael, he doesn't have tribes exactly necessarily, princesses. but he has princes. Yeah, absolutely. Not princesses. A princess is a prince, is like a Barbie. Prince, how do you say it in plural? Princes. Princes, okay. A prince, yeah. multiple yeah. princes. That's right. Uh, the famous scene of Sarah laughing. Yes. Uh, she somehow doubts uh, and she laughs. Um... And the the name for the son, uh, Yitzchak, which is uh, he shall laugh. And let me tell you something. He who laughs lasts. Okay. <laughs> and so that's that's the Yitzchak. It's like we're gonna we're gonna last. Uh, he's the last laugh. And this is not the Torah portion of Yitzchak. We'll learn more about Yitzchak later. This is the Torah portion of of Avram. In many ways, this is the gift for Sarah. Uh, I, I saw a beautiful Rashi. Rashi says that when when Sarah gets angry. At uh, at Avram, the last parsha, then one of the things she's angry about, she's like, "You prayed for yourself to have a child, but you didn't pray for me oh, to have your child." Oh snap! And and so this is many ways. This is the the blessing for Sarah, right? Um, and uh, she laughs. Um, and then we go right into, so that's like that's the personal salvation for for Abraham, and then instead of being like, "Thank you so much." He's like, well, but now I hear, like, thanks a lot, but now I hear that you want to destroy Sodom. And he argues for, for Sodom. He argues to on save their behalf, St- right? on, on their behalf. Um, a few comments on this. Some people say, they ask the question, why did he argue for, to, on, the, for, on behalf of, of Sodom and Gomorrah, yeah. Sodom and Amorah, and not pray seemingly for Isaac's survival through the trial of the... Uh, Akeda. Akeda. Why didn't Interesting. he... Interesting. No. Here's my... Here's my... Oh, the, the, you're, you're giving your own perspective? You don't have a rabbinical answer? He, here's Yishai's, the Yishai take. Okay? Okay, go. Abraham sees himself as God's PR agent in this world. One of his main tasks is, how do I make you, God, look good? I'm concerned with your appearance in this world. That's what I'm tasked with. How do I get you out? How do I get you out in the world right? How do I bill you properly? Right. And he's like, oh, this could be bad billing for you. Okay. 
if you're just going to wipe out the city like like can we mitigate the damage can we find a way to uh to 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 make it so that it's clear that you judge justly and and uh abraham does his best and he negotiates with god but the negotiation is like just instead of thinking of it as like a lawyer that he's arguing against god he's more like i am your agent I want to make you look good. I understand that you're administrating, uh, administering justice, but I want to make sure. How is this going to look? How is this going to be perceived? So maybe can we do it like this? Can we do it like this? Can we do it like this? Will you maybe save the city for 10? Because I, I want to bring you out as what you are, as a merciful God, not a destroying God. But God's like, look, it's got to be the way it's got to be. And the story of him trying to find that, that more merciful God is, is, uh, is what that's about. Uh, and then we also learn that within Sodom and Gomorrah, there's this Lot, and Lot and his daughters, uh, strangely end up consorting with one another for the birth of, uh, Ammon and Moab. And that's a strange story, but in the end, that's the story of the birth of Mashiach. And that's something that sometimes Gentile readers do not, do not see so clearly, but, but if you think about it, you'll, you'll know it. It's all about Ruth. It's all about Ruth coming through uh, the Moabites and in there in this darkness of Lot, the lone survivor, him and his daughters of, of the destruction of Sodom uh, and, and the evil of Sodom. Uh, I want to also comment about uh, the evil of Sodom, what it really looked like. Uh, a lot of people don't, don't know this, but one of the things that was so evil about Sodom is that actually they made everything look legal, and their evil was always in law. It was always like, you're not supposed to bring guests. And if you do, then, then we can attack them. Or, or uh, you're not supposed to, you can give charity. But what would happen is that, this is the Medrash says, that they would give charity. So they, they would give charity. Everybody would write their name on the bills that they would give. And then, and then when, when, when the, the poor person would, would try to hand that bill into a store, they'd be like, oh, I can't take that. I can't receive that. And basically, the guy would die from hunger, who right. received all his charity, and they would come back and take their oh bills. Oh, my gosh. But what was, what's the point of that story? What, what's so absurd? Why not just say, no, I'm not giving you charity? Because they wanted to seem like, of course we're charitable. Mm. They needed to have a show mm-hmm. of morality. Right. And and it's not it's not real morality, it's faux morality. Well, speaking of real morality, I don't my our son was supposed to get off the bus and I don't see him yet. So I'm gonna go check on him. But you keep rocking that Torah, Ishai. <laughs> Thanks, Mama. God bless you. Thank you very much. Malka Fleischer, Shabbat Shalom and thank Shabbat you. Shabbat so Shalom. Oh, there oh he, he walked is. in the door. There he is, there he is. He has arrived. You see Malka? Thank you, Hashem. And yes, thank, thank you, Hashem, that you brought Israel, our son. Israel, who I haven't seen in a week. He's going crazy. <laughs> He's going crazy. Shalom, Israel. All right, all right. Let me just say good. Let me just pause the, the yes, recording for just a second. Take a little pause. Yeah, I'll take a. Oh, he went to the bathroom. So hold okay. on. Yeah, yeah keep going. Yeah, you have another minute. Go. Okay, mom. So, so um, I'm back. Okay, I don't have right. to go anywhere. Morality clear. Yeah. Uh, the folks. So at, you're giving um, that horrible charity example. Yeah, it's it, and 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 they also uh, they also made contracts between marriage contracts between men and men, and also between men and animals. This happened also right. at the at the flood. It, 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 they, and this was considered abominable, right? They they made. I'm saying the the morality of Torah does not stand with that. No, it certainly does not. And yes. so and so, but but it was one thing if you do something off to you know in your in your in the privacy of your own home, but the legality of it, the 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 
giving it public sanction. Right, public sanction. And it's also- one thing if a person has their weak spots or they have their uh, yearnings and, and every person, probably every person listening <laughs> and all, all the people in this house have, um, you know, ten, like things that they want that maybe they think that Hashem doesn't necessarily want or things that they do a little too much or a little too little or things that they're always working on. So it's not like everyone's expected to be a perfect moral uh, uh, pillar of, of perfection. But but when you create a society or, that is meant to honor and celebrate the very things that we are supposed to be trying to fix in ourselves, then that's not okay. That's right. That's right. It's um, that's right. It, it, it to couch immorality in morality in order to dress up as moral, it's uh, it's a, it's a, like a double evil. You know what I'm saying? It's not just being evil. It's it's like it's like right. It's a gaslighting. It's like a total. Right. It's a total. Uh, the Nazis were confusion. like confusion. It's that's a total right. confusion that's of right. people instead right. that they don't know what what's up and what's down anymore. Right. Um. I just looked down at my watch. Yeah. That's a real nice watch you got there, Isha. It, it is a really nice watch. It is that my, might be one of the nicest watches you've ever had. It's a 1970s Tissot, okay, and I got it. It's a it's a Swiss watch, and I got it uh, from RetroWatchGuy.com, RetroWatchGuy.com, and I am so proud of this awesome 70s it, watch. It is, is honestly beautiful, and it's in it's in beautiful shape. Also, like it it looks like new. It's like a beautiful watch, and yet yet it's a vintage watch. It's very 007 meets 770. Yes. Okay. It's very that. Totally. It's, I feel like you could like a little bit land the space shuttle, but like the old school space shuttle where the whole computer, the computer would like took up many rooms. Um, I was thinking more like. I believe this will be parking, our finest hour. Like I was that. Like, I was thinking about parking my Austin Martin in Monaco and helping a guy put on tefillin before I went in to play cards with the guy with one eye or something. Oh. You know what I mean? I was, th- you know, I was thinking more like. Oh, we need our four amps like that. <laughs> that's that's not 007, Monica. That's that's a no. But it 13. looks to me. I know that's 007, <laughs> but that looks to me more like a like Apollo 13, NASA, uh-huh. like really smart guy watch. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's also cool. You know, uh, and they had Corvettes. Yes. Or whatever that car was. Yes. So they were cool. They're definitely cool. I'm I'm just really thankful, and I'm I'm very excited for this retrowatchguy.com. Um, Retro Watch, and I urge you to to check out our sponsor, RetroWatchGuy.com, and maybe you too can get yourself an awesome uh, watch for Shabbat, yeah, it's or very, for very, or very for beautiful. your new son-in-law, or for uh, or for Chagim, or for or just just to have an awesome. It's cool to watch. give like new life to something that like already had a whole life. Yeah, it's really you know? cool. It's, I I just love this watch. It's just it's just me. <laughs> it is. It's really it really suits you. Yeah. Cool, Thank yeah. you so much to Retro Watch Guy. That's right. Very good. And congratulations. They do they do a great business. Uh I also am am uh, I've been eating American food for a week, yep. which is fine. Yeah. Fine, fine, fine. And some of it was even more than fine like was even what? good. Like what? What'd you like? Right at the tail end, I had some Chinese food, which was good. But yeah, that's a weakness no. in Israel. What's the deal with Chinese I, food? I really did have a good. I had the best thing I ate in America. No, for for the whole week, my friend Ori took me out to something called the Carrot, which is this like these this really good health food. Oh yeah, like but like food that they give to you, and there was this tuna bowl with like ginger and 
and and and quinoa, which I stupidly called quinoa, which is what we call. That's here what in we call it in Israel. Why did and they laugh at you? No, they were just quinoa? like, okay, besedev, no problem. <laughs> and uh, and and the point is, is that it was it was just it was it was good food, but. I missed home food. I missed Malka food. Yes. I know you're making chicken soup tonight. I got tonight. a chicken soup going down. But if I didn't have Malka food, then the next thing would be Chaim's food. Yes. Okay? At Prohibition Pickle. ProhibitionPickle.co.il. So good. I'm salivating because I am hungry. I have not eaten some home food. And Prohibition Pickle's got some great food. Uh, in fact, somebody just asked me, what can I get this other guy? Yeah. He wants to give another guy a present for Shabbat. That's so sweet. I sent him Chaim's number. Yes, that's the way to go. And he's going to cater like a gift. That's, that's a great so way. That's so nice. Yeah. And Chaim will do it with, with incredible panache and love. He that's does right. everything They're, really that's nicely. Right. With, and with style and, yeah. with, and, with, uh, and with the hearty kosherness. Yeah. And with, uh, with generosity. That's right. So there you go. ProhibitionPickle.co.il. Another one of our great sponsors. Uh, and also, uh, we're reading the Bible. The Bible's good. It, it is. is the good word, okay? And therefore, it is a good book, if you it will. It is the good book from the good land, from the good Lord. It is good, for he saw that it was good. And and I, one of the goodest of the good books is the Israel Bible. Yes. Theisraelbible.com. One of the goodest of the good books. <laughs> <laughs> one of the goodest versions of yeah. the good book is the Israel Bible. Um, and the Israel Bible... Um, has great commentary, great translation, great transliteration. I highly recommend it. If you go to the theisraelbible.com, put in coupon code Yishai, bang 10% bang. off. And that's awesome. And um, and I also recommend it to my non-Jewish friends. It will not have the Christian text in it, texts yeah. in it, but you'll have an authentic Jewish right. version and you want Judaism. that. And the cover itself has the six-day warrant and stuff, and you're going to be like, yeah, you're going to walk past that and salute. By the way, thank you to the folks at like WhatsApp mm-hmm. for creating a new emoji of the salute emoji. Yes, I like that one. I'm a big fan of the salute emoji. I've been emoji. waiting for that. I've been waiting for that. It's a good salute emoji. Okay, uh, Mom, Mom, and we also got, uh, Malka, we got uh, JewishPress.com putting out our show every day, every week, and also putting out the great everyday email called Jewish Express. Right, they when did I, a lot of great election coverage. They're 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 really fast on the info. Like this stuff happening, they know about it. JewishPress.com, uh, and also our friends at JNS.org, where you also work as an editor, right, uh, and a social media guru, which you are so yes. gu- guruish. You're really very guruish, Malka. Um, and then what else did I want to say? Who else? Uh, of course, Malka, underneath it all is the Land of Israel Network, thelandofisrael.com, uh, that is the host of our show. Uh, and Yishai Fleischer.com is the host of our show. Yochevit Seidman, Moshe Herman, Ben Bresky, Tabitha, and Lewin were live. Help get the show out to the world. Uh, and I want to, but my, like the most important of them all for me uh, is to mention uh, the Hebron Fund. Yes. And I want to say that as you're hearing this show this week, it's going to be Parshat Vayera. Yeah. But next week... Is the big one. It's the big one. Chai Sarah. Like, everybody's got to, like, flip out and go Hebron because Chai Sarah is the Torah portion where thousands of people, tens of thousands, are converging on Hebron because we're going to read together. We're going to read together the uh, Torah portion of the purchase of the Tomb of the Patriarchs right. and Matriarchs in Hebron, that first purchase of the Jewish people in the land of Israel. So re- connect to Hebron. It's yes. like really like... like. Well, what can people do, Ishai, if they're not going to be <laughs> even like certainly not in Hebron or not even in the land of Israel? How can they connect to Hebron? What are some ways that to, they can connect next week to, to Chai Sarah? I want to say first thing that I'm now looking for 
to partner with a sister city or a big synagogue. Hmm. Okay, I'm saying right now, I'm looking for a sister city or a big synagogue. That's number one. I have an idea. Okay. And two is that I want everybody just to just to print a picture of Marat Machpelah and put it on your house somewhere. And and uh, if you if you don't have one, if you can't find one, write me an email, yishayishayfleisher.com. I will send you a link to a few beautiful pictures of the Marat HaMachpelah, of the tomb of the patriarchs and the matriarchs. So that's coming right up. So hebronfund.org is the hub of all our pro-Hebron activities. Please be part of it. The Torah portion begins with, Elo- with Elonei Mamre, which is, which is where Abraham got, uh, received the message of Isaac, of Jewish continuity in Hebron. That's the field. That's the field, okay? I just want to say I have, a, I have another couple of ideas that are how people can connect also. Hebron, we also have a wine. Yes. Which you could get at Sarah's Tent and other places, which is right. called uh, Hebron, Hebron Heights Winery. And they have the famous Machpelah wine. Everybody is a, is a very famous Everybody should get that wine, for yeah. next week. I just want to say that this sounds obvious, but just read the part where he acquires the field. Chapter 23. Just read it, but not just read it to yourself. Like read it at the table, like to whoever's there during dessert or something. Like sit down and just read it out and say l'chaim. Another recommendation I have is to make your own challah next week. Mm-hmm. Make your own challah, which, take it from me, is a deal. Like, I get it. You probably, you might be buying your challah, but make your challah. Make a challah because that's one of the things that Sarah is known for. She's known for the candles which last mm-hmm. all week, and she's known for the cloud of glory that rested over her tent, and she's known for the bread that had a blessing inside of it. It could be, you know, they have those big, long candles. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. The big ones that are for like a yard site for like a week. Yep. So so that's another thing you can consider doing before Shabbos. Light that candle mm-hmm. and then let that candle burn for seven days or for however long it's going to end up burning. But let it burn as like a, the, the blessing that, that lasted in the candles. Very good, Malika. Very good. And it is in this week's Torah portion that we also uh, hear that, that, that Isaac is born and Isaac is... Uh, uh, People didn't believe that Isaac was really Sarah's baby. Because she was so old. She was so old. They brought all their babies to the party. They all started crying, and they forgot their net, their, their wet nurses, and they, they couldn't nurse them. So Sarah, bang. Nursed a Nursed 100 babies. That's, she took care of the whole babies, and every, all the babies were like, you know, when, they go, when they're over-milked, they're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and she just, she just laid them out. She just knocked them out with her, with her Hebrew milk. Uh, so that you know, that's that's also a metaphor for, by the way, teaching the nations. I think. Finally, uh, Malka, the Torah portion ends with uh, with the akedah, the binding, and I just want to say that um, the Medrash tells us that Sarah passed away when she heard about the binding, when she heard that Abraham had taken uh, Isaac up to be bound at the binding and and to sacrifice him to to God. I have a hard, I have a very wait, hard time with wait, this. Wait, that's yes. exactly why I'm saying. But there's another version of that, mm-hmm. which she didn't die then. She died when she heard that he was spared. Yeah, but doesn't it say that Avraham was in Beersheba? Yeah. So they went all the way from Jerusalem. They passed Hebron. They went to Beersheba. Then Sarah dies in Hebron. She's not in Beersheba. That's actually not, not, not exactly clear. We don't know that. Maybe she died in Beersheba and he brought her to Hebron. I'm not sure about that. That's totally doable, as we know that sometimes people are transported. In any case, um, 
let's not let's not get stuck in that question right now, Malka. Uh, let's let's really celebrate this Torah portion is about one thing. It's about it's about two things: covenant, covenant, the covenant of of the Brit Milah of the circumcision, and therefore it's about covenant, especially in that part, is the covenant of Jewish peoplehood and the continuity of Jewish peoplehood. That's what this Torah portion is about. And basically, Abraham needed a physical fixing. His, his, there was, there was, um, he needed a, a circumcision, perfecting, yeah, right? a perfecting. And Sarah needed a miracle and a perfection because supposedly she wasn't really able to have children. Something happened in their bodies. Something happened to their names. And they became the princess, of, princess and prince of God. And they gave birth to Isaac, and Isaac symbolizes Jewish continuity. That's why this Torah portion is so important. It symbolizes really Jewish the, the, the continuation of the Jewish story. And um, I want to bless everybody out there uh, to be part of the continuation of the Jewish story. Whether you're Jewish, then you better do your job, or whether you're uh, part of the international Torah community, uh, which loves Israel and is part of the blessing of Israel, because that's what... God tells us in these Torah portions as well, those who bless Israel are blessed. And that's part of the job. Our job is to make God's name known. And your job out there is to bless the Jewish people making God's name known. We're a team of bringing God's light into this world. We're on a team. And, and this is such a moment of great light and great, unbelievable forces of darkness arraigned against us. And so therefore, and, and you've, if you go down deeper, you'll see how many ghouls and destructive forces are out there. H- haters, murderers, liars, and every kind of gross evil out there. And we have to be out here lighting the light. It's us, the Jewish people and the lovers of Israel and those who want to be the blessers of Israel. That's what it's about right now. So let us, let us bless together and let's let that blessing come back out into the world. That's the opportunity of our time. Uh, Malka Fleischer, I want to thank you so much for joining me on the show. I also want to recommend people write me an email, yishayishayfleischer.com, um, and also go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash yishay. If you support the show, it was so so much gratitude, and it helps us keep pushing it out there to the world. Um, and um, and if you want to help the big projects, check out yishayfleischer.com uh, forward slash donate, and that's where we have all of our shows and all of our issues. Of course, everybody was talking to me about the elections, and I continue to talk to people about what's going on and the, uh, you know, the wave of, of, of Jewish strength uh, that we want to have here in our land. We're damn tired. Uh, that's another thing, by the way. I was in the mikveh. I was in the, there's a Breslau. Yeah. There's you a mean Bre- the Atlantic Ocean? No. I was oh. in the mikveh at, at the Breslau <laughs> yeah. Synagogue okay. in Aventura, and, uh, and the guy said to me, wow, you guys really you know, elected a nationalist right-wing folks in Israel. Yeah. I'm like, we are damn tired. I, out of nowhere, like an anger came out of me. I'm like, we're tired of being attacked. We're tired of, of living in fear. We want to. We we're, we're tired of 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 not really pushing out our, our Judaism and our Jewish state. We're tired of those of that fight. In any case, Malko, I know it's time to go. Our beloved Israel's got to go to Taekwondo, and it's good to be back home. I want to thank you. I'm looking forward to the chicken soup, and I want to thank everybody out there for being a part of my life, uh, and all kinds of people. By the way, I walked into a Target. Okay, and as I say, in America, you go to a Target. In Israel, you are a Target, right? But I walked into a Target, and a lady's like, oh, my God. I'm like, how are you? She's like, I follow you. And she goes, I am a Gentile. I'm a lover of Israel. And you know what she does? She's like a... uh, 
what do you call it? care for for people that that are older and stuff caretaker? like that. She's a caretaker. And she's like, I only work with wow. Jews. And, I, wow. and I, she said to me, and she was standing right next to, and I'll give everybody a big tip here. For all those of you living outside the land, if you go to Target, they have Hanukkah pillows, okay? <laughs> and I bought some, okay, for Hanukkah. So I just want you to know that. Yes. The, yeah, that's right. That's I was channeling your mom, Thank okay? Thank you. I, I Lash alone. That, that's right. So uh, the point is, is that, Maka, when I come back, I always know there's people out there. They're listening. They're connected. They want more. Push it out. Pump it out. Give light out to the world. That's what people want today. They don't want the darkness. And I have to give credit to my... To the, to the Christian folks for a second. I saw a sign that I thought was so brilliant. It said, the name of the Christian God, I call it Uncle Jay, right? Yeah. It said, Uncle Jay was also fed up with politics. Nah. I was like, that is, that is, that's so right, you know? And, and, and I thought to myself, you like, like, like Hashem, you know, like it's past the politics. People want light. People right. want some truth. People want something to lean on. People want to bring holiness into the world. Their, their souls are tired of the dirt. Right. And so that just, is the truth. Yeah. And so and so and so that I thought that sign was smart. And therefore I say, like, let us let us say that also, which is like, let's bring out light into the world because we're fed up with the politics. We want a right. little bit of beauty in this we world. We can all do it. Maka Fleischer, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome Thank you back, Yishai. We're so glad that you're back and we we're so glad that you went. That's the truth because we love your trips and you always meet the most amazing people and you come back with amazing stories and you also do amazing work connecting people to the land of Israel, to the Jewish people, to the Torah and to each other. Um, so we're glad that you went, but we're very, very glad that you're back and we're looking forward to a, a nice rainy winter and, uh, and good times ahead. Good winter. God bless. More great stuff is on the way. Shabbat Shalom. Stay tuned. Stay strong. Stay connected. Be part of it wherever you are. Lots of love and lots of blessings and only strength because it's a time to fill this world with light and you are part of that great story. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.